Where's my Evian? Live from the Sportique Studios, where we're really fired up about the upcoming season of Better Call Saul. This yeah. is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. From the Colorado Sports Guys, the king of the Nuggets beat and the prince of Northland, Jeffrey Morton. Yeah. And On YouTube, oh, hopefully you're tuning in for that. And we're back. It's good times. We got a lot to talk about because uh, we've got uh, hot Rockies action. We've got hot Denver Broncos action. We the got Rockies a- action, so hot. Oh, it's so hot. My handsome rock boys. <laughs> Your handsome, handsome rock, rock boys. boys. Yeah, I like oh my, my handsome hot gracious. rock boys. I took someone from Deadspin. I saw him do that. He called them rock boys. I okay. love my rock boys. Well, he says. speaking of handsome, I love my rock boys. Handsome I love my rock, handsome boys. rock boys. We've got our handsome uh, round rock boy right round here for, for the basketball. Thank you. Uh, not that you're round. I'm talking well, about no, the basketball. No, no, I'm talking I, about the that, basketball. That's fine. Yeah. Far less round uh, than far less round than the last time <laughs> you were probably in here. So, uh, Jeff Morton. Uh, welcome back. Thank you, John. It's been a, you've been here many times before. Many times. We've always had a great time chatting with you, so we're glad to have Thank you. you. I'll, t- I'll try to keep this one uh, like within a reasonable time because every time I'm on, it goes like an hour and a half. So yeah, I, uh, usually. Has it Jeff does. been here more than Reno? He's second. Ooh, though, he's right? getting there. He's, he's getting there. Yeah, he's not number I one. Believe he's this number is two. my. If you're, we were counting the super pods, this is my seventh time. Wow! Holy shit! I'm, I'm glad, glad somebody's keeping. I'm keeping track. glad somebody's keeping track of that because I wasn't. <laughs> but um, it's great to have you. Um, and uh, you, uh, you, you've been talking about this the last couple of days, um, and, and you're, you're just so everyone knows if they're not familiar with your work, Colorado sports guys. You cover you cover the Nuggets. You've covered the Nuggets for years. You're yeah. you're a basketball expert. Mm-hmm. Um, we could probably talk some Nuggets. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Colin likes to talk. I mean, there's nothing really to talk about at this point. Yeah, there's not. Um, but uh, you have been talking about this in how you've stopped writing. Yes, and. Um, I, and I, I really relate to this because I've basically stopped writing too because it's a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah. It really sucks. It you is. have to, I mean, it takes a lot of work um, to, to write something that's, that's halfway decent. And it is easier to sit here and talk about it instead of having to get your thoughts organized and write about it. And I just wanted you to kind of, uh, you know, kind of uh, expand on that. Well, I, basically, I came to the conclusion, and, and this was ramping up as I hit the age of 40. That oh, now we see. You, you, you had a 40. serious midlife crisis yeah, at yeah. 40. Uh, this is, this is I, th- I really do, and, and, and you're right, Colin. I think I did, um, and I think it's still ongoing. But I, I, I reached a point where I'm like, you know what? 
I have a niche of what I write about, and you know what? I'm sick and fucking tired of repeating myself. And it was just happening over and over and over. It's hard and, to hard to do that every uh, yes. time. And then what's what was happening was each article I would write, I would it would was a harder venture for me to go into. And each one was getting more and more hard for me to even have any enthusiasm for. And I couldn't do it anymore. And uh, it just it hit me one day and like, I, I'm done. And if and anyone's noticed this year, I probably only wrote like three, four articles total at all. And I said, like, well, I might as well make it official and just do um, CSG podcast. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's interesting, John, that you brought this up because just this morning I was having a conversation with your friend and mine on Twitter, Marcella Duran, about, about – uh, Adam Caton Holland's new book, which I listened before I left for work this morning to a five-minute segment that he linked on Twitter, and I it took me another eight minutes to leave the house because I was absolutely bawling. It's uh, his it's, aud- it's, it's his book. It's about his sister's suicide, and oh, it's yeah. very yeah, it's, and it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. And the segment that he posted on Twitter was tough. Um, it was about his the morning that he found his sister's mm. body, and it, it's worth looking into. Um, really wonderful stuff. But I told Marcelo, you know, John's one of the best writers. Oh, I know. He's a great writer, please. And, uh, it, and yeah, it's a shame you're too busy making a living to write well, that, that novel. That is, I know you've, I know you've done I know you've started novels. I've started a lot of stuff. Yeah, we, we all started a lot of stuff. But, but thank you for that. But it, Jeff's, Jeff's right. It's, you know, you're, you're, you're saying, especially sports writing, you're kind of saying the same thing over and over again. You're trying to find something new to write about. And I, and I found myself just going like, just lacking any motivation to fucking, to sit down and yep. start. And it's, it's really like going for a run, which fucking sucks. I hate running. I do it. I try to do it twice a week and I hate it. You have to get on the treadmill and you have to start running and it's painful and it sucks. And then when you get done with it and you actually produce something that you like, it's a very rewarding experience. You're like, oh, I'm glad I wrote that. It's very awesome. Getting there is fucking hard as shit now. The last article I wrote was on Carmelo Anthony. And then uh, it's so funny. No wonder you. It's so funny. I finished it. And then I'm like, I was reading through my old Denver Stiffs articles. And I'm like, oh, my God. You've written this four times I have written this before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, you know, it's it's funny. I'm not not a writer. I never considered myself a writer. Uh, I didn't go to school for it. And uh, anyone who's read my work can tell this. And I got to the point where I'm like, what am I? doing this for i mean you know how many uh, careers carmelo anthony has killed and now he's killed he's killed, he's killed jeff's yeah. killed mine. now I, I remember that um nate timmons the great nate timmons yes. um he had gone this way too he finally said a couple years ago was like mm-hmm. i just don't want to write anymore i'd just rather sit around and talk about it yep. and and i'm and i'm not saying radio is easy but Honestly, oh, it, it is much easier than writing, it's and you could just so sit around easier. like this and and talk about sports instead of having to create these cohesive thoughts and and, and sentence structures and all yeah. that bullshit. So, well, no, well, I, I like I, this. I, yeah. Just recently, as of fairly recently, we've got a new website, SouthSanSanford.com. It's new, and uh, it's it's a WordPress interface. And I started playing with it. It's like this is really fun. It's really easy. It's nice. It's it, very. It, nice. it is. It's really easy. It's really nice. And you can drag and drop, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I started writing again. And but and I started with a piece that I was very lucky to have the opportunity to write, mm-hmm. and it's beginning to garner national attention. I, I'm aware that people at national outlets have looked at it. I'm, I've I've heard a rumor that ESPN may be may be working on something like an outside the lines. 
about the story, and that's the Broncos ownership story. We will talk about that. We will get into that. I think yes, that's, I have, but it's been I fun. have thoughts on that, and I have, it's, been, it's been fun getting back yeah. into tossing some shit at the board. And you know, I've, and unfortunately, the unfortunate part for me has been in writing, and I, and I know you've experienced this. Yeah. The more you learn about how the sausage is made. Ugh the harder it is to maintain your enthusiasm oh. as a fan. I, and, yeah. and I'm experiencing that with the Broncos right now. Like, the Rockies are a welcome respite for me yeah. because the more I dig on the Broncos and the more I learn and the more I hear, the more I'm like, oh, my God. Ugh. The, Ugh. the Rockies Ugh. might be um, and have probably been dysfunctional at times, uh, but I don't think there's the uh, gross, scummy, underbelly that the Broncos have seems a little less I mean if anything what was their underbelly a few years ago is that they're too Christian so it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little true. bit which, which it's has a little bit problems, different but yes. yeah that's almost like hey well, you're, you're you know you're too squeaky clean we know it's funny I, I was just thinking about this too because I, I I was working before I decided to retire from writing on an article on the on the Rockies uh, development that's going up uh, across the street from uh, Coors Field. Yeah, the museum the, and all that. Yeah, right whatever. next to uh, the the chop house. Where stuff. we always get high all the right? damn that's time. A, that's no, our weed smoking yeah, that's our weed smoking <laughs> spot, damn it. And I was gonna, Not anymore. I nope. was going to do an article, and this will segue nicely into the next section, but I, I was going to do an article on um, what the what then you know maybe KSC or whoever's owning it is going to do with uh, the Elitch's development and what the Broncos intend to do with announced intend to do with the South Stands parking lot and have a development there and um, let's you just you think they'll move the stadium let's just say my cooperation that I got from a certain very prominent sports outlet was less than none they didn't want to they did they didn't want to know and they didn't. They just like no, we're we're, we're not going to deal with you. I even had people helping me, and nothing. Just they didn't want to. They they didn't even want to participate in any sort of. Uh, Nobody promotion. wants to touch the Broncos. Yeah. Nobody wants to touch the Broncos at all, and and it's really kind of disturbing. Yeah. And it, it, especially with the ownership thing, which will. Yeah. Talk about. There's kind of a um, there's almost like a, a Trumpian parallel to the Broncos. Where there's a lot of Trumpian parallels where, with the Broncos, where, and more more ways than one. But they they have a thing where they where they just kind of they do what they want, and whether it's whether it sucks or not. And somebody might go, hey, hey, that kind of sucks. And then a bunch of people are going, no, 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 oh, it's, it's hey, totally fine. Hey. How dare you? How dare you say that about the Broncos and John Elway? And they're fucking, they're just, they're just sycophantic about it. It's John, crazy. Collusion's not a crime. It's not a crime. <laughs> um, I, I've heard that a lot recently. Yeah, it's, it sounds familiar. <laughs> um, I did want to say, though, be, get off the, before we get off the writing topic, is yeah. that that website, it does look great. And Colin, I, let me, I assure you, every week I go, oh, you know what? I should write something. I should, and I go, and I convince myself. I go, this is on like on a Tuesday, and I go, I'm going to start writing again once a week. I'll start it on the weekend. I'll publish it on Monday. This is going to be fucking awesome. Fucking Sunday comes. I go, oh, shit. Don't do it. Don't I, do it. I, did. I didn't write it. anything. Yeah. But, but, but I, think, it is. I think we should stop reading. Just have, <laughs> yeah. just stop just have Siri read. Yeah, well, Siri read my tweets. Everything in Siri visual or audio is that is what we. Uh, need. I, 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 I bought Adam Kate and Collins' book today on audiobook through Audible. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's but you know like, I, it, 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 he makes money either way. So that's great. Mm -hmm. I, like I would like to bucks. provide more more content. 
Um, but then I get to that point where I'm just like, man, it's the same old fucking thing. But there are good stories out there. Like all this stuff we were just talking about, like there's things that, cause the, the major media won't touch because they've been threatened or they basically know if they, they, they dip their toe in that water, somebody's going to come and say, Vance Joseph should get into the media because there's nothing he won't touch. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Good point. Um, but good but point. we got plenty of stuff to talk about. And, um, and uh, Jeff is going to regale us with the famous story that we can't decide if he's told it on this show or not, but I we've talked wait. about it. His uh, famous tale of um, when he was a child and he had a run-in with John Elway. And so we're going we're gonna to definitely get into that, and Jeff can tell the whole thing. It's a, it's a fascinating story. It kind of tells you kind of how Elway really is. It really sums up his character, and I think everyone has a very glowing idea of him and uh it's not quite uh it's not quite what you what you think what you see on uh, tv and everything so um but we'll get all into that and uh we'll uh, we'll have a great time tonight so uh really glad to have jeff here and we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back We're happy here at the South Stands to welcome back an old sponsor and an old friend of ours, footballguys.com. That's right. It's draft season, baby. And if you want to be ahead of the game, sign up for footballguys.com. They've got sortable lists where you put in all your league settings and it gives you a cheat sheet so you can go to your draft with confidence. You can use the draft dominator, enter all the information, run it from your phone, run it from your iPad. Footballguys.com. You got Sigmund Bloom. You've got Dr. Gene Brammel. You've got all the best advice See, in so. fantasy football. Not to mention the host of the Audible, the great, the one and only Cecil Lammy. So pleased to have Footballguys.com on board again for 2018. Please do tell them the South Stand sent you. It's the Were Kenneth Fareed's moms disappointed when they found out that he was arrested with two ounces of weed in the car after he had told them he was out? Did Adrian Peterson switch to the Redskins because his kid's skin was already skinned red? Has, has, has Paxton Lynch earned a starting job at GameStop? Was it only natural that Chad Kelly would end up being the number two since he's been a piece of shit his entire life? Oh, my God. Are the Broncos wide receivers beginning to get really sick and tired of Vance Joseph calling rub routes on every play? Rub routes. When he heard that the team would be wearing white on the road, was Vance Joseph like, oh, hell yeah, I will be, while slapping John Elway a high five? 
<laughs> God, that's a good joke. Are Adam Gotsis and AJ Johnson really happy to play for an organization that really understands what they're going through? Will there be a parade for the outlaws who apparently won a championship in that sport they play? I guess. They did. Will 104.3 The Fan welcome Mike Evans back with open arms since he was the only person there watching the Rockies for the past month? Yeah. He was in the hospital. Yes, he was. (laughs) How much longer will it be before every adult American works for the athletic? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. thing about Kenneth Farid. It's he's, so funny. These fucking guys, okay? Two ounces of weed. Who needs two ounces dude, of weed? Dude, listen. Unless you're smoke, uh, smoking a lot of weed, you don't need two ounces of weed. Apparently he is. I barely smoke weed. You know he's not selling it. No. He's got money. He doesn't sell weed. Like, even if you smoked a lot of weed, I don't know, you get like a fucking quarter of a weed? A quarter of weed? I mean, Last that's two- a lot of weed. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot of weed. Um, especially how strong weed is and you you get fucking high and just, I mean, you have to be burning so much weed, but here's the thing. These guys, so obviously he, he got busted in New Jersey because he's playing for the the Nets now. He's playing for the Nets. Yeah. He's playing for the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn. But yeah, he was in New Jersey because of course he was because you think Kenneth Furry, but you're like, you're like, Hey dude. Okay. Obviously (laughs) the New Jersey of basketball players. He was buying (laughs) weed here. He had to be, or son was buying it for him. But then it's like, once you leave here, realize that it's you're not going to get away with it because if he got pulled over with with a bunch of weed here yeah. they would go oh well that's I think legal. two ounces is like the maximum you can have it, here so. and yeah. and it'd be no big deal yeah. and then it no. never would make it never would have made the news nothing because well, it's technically not illegal. it's still they illegal might have still arrested much. him he is black it's well, true it's look at it this way yeah. it's like a football of weed i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it is why get are a little you closer yeah i'm so sorry that's it I, I thought I was loud talking. And well, we you know, it's, you, know you weren't so. I'm okay. um, it's a football of Sp- weed. Sports. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a. Sports! Yeah. Two, two, okay, so so an ounce of weed is like like this much in a bag, it's right? Like a, it's like a quart size. An ounce is like a quart size Ziploc bag. Yeah, it's like. it's like I if, mean, so if, I hear. If you pack, yeah, pack, if you that, pack full. that full. No, of, that's not. It's bigger than that. It's a little bigger than that. Yeah, it's bigger. Yeah. So imagine you pack that full of fucking weed and it's hanging out the top and then you have two of those you, that's just so much weed it it's just doesn't make sense it's a ton of weed and, 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 if, and if, if you are going to be like hey I'm getting weed for everybody have somebody else do that you don't need to be involved in that especially yeah. where it's because I guarantee you if he was getting weed here he was sending somebody to the dispensary he makes like 13 million dollars a year it's crazy. Well, somebody else got busted for weed in like in like New Orleans, and I can't remember. It was like a football player, I think. And you I could was, have weed waiting for you everywhere you go, everywhere and never transport it. Yep, yep. It just doesn't make any sense. I just you need weed Uber. Yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. Or play for play for Denver teams. Uber. I thought they have weed. Or Uber. California. Don't teams. they have weed Uber? I think That's so. I don't know if you can do that technically, but play. So so play for uh, a Denver team. Yeah. Play for a team in California. 
Um, you can't play or basketball Washington, in Washington. Seattle. Te- Texas, it's on the it's on the ballot there. So uh, Washington well, D.C. Right, um, and Texas has no state tax. So, um, you know, that's that's really the way around it. So maybe, yeah. as we've discussed over the years, maybe that maybe that weed thing, these guys will get sick of getting busted because, one, they're all black. So, like, they get fucking pulled over and the cops are like, ooh, I'm going to have to take a look in here, you mm. know. So they're always going to get busted because they're black. So come to Denver, good players. Come play in Denver. All the weed you can smoke and nobody gives a shit exactly. if you have it in your car. So. That, uh, that's the moral. That's the moral of the story, yeah. I was going to say, you'd mentioned... That's our um, state motto, really. <laughs> it is. It is, pretty much. <laughs> I, uh, you had mentioned um, uh, Better Call Saul earlier, and I want to say... It's Better Call Doll. David Doll. <laughs> better Call Doll. I better say, Call Doll. I say, ba-dee, ba-dee, ba-dee. That's Doll, folks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a home. God. <laughs> nice. Um, better Call Saul, I think, is better than Breaking Bad. I, I think I so, not. too. I think it is. I was just I thinking that the other yeah. night. Yeah, well, I agree. You agree? This yeah. season so far. I think so one far. person doesn't agree. I do not agree whatsoever. Well, too bad. Have you have you watched Better Call Saul? Yeah. Are you I, current? I, oh, yeah, absolutely. It is fantastic. The performances are great. It is good. It's I, really good. It's very, it's very you, nuanced. You, you know what I miss this about it? This year is really dark. It is really dark. dark. Really dark. What I miss about it, I... I and it was, I guess, a lot of times when they were actually cooking meth and so forth, they'd go into this whole montage with a song, and they'd speed up film and it's reverse a gr- it. It's a and, great show. Don't uh, get me but, wrong. But they don't do that in the new one, and I, and I miss those kind of those. Well, those they can't just rehash and, the same show. They well, got. I'm, I'm just saying. I really enjoy. Have you, is everyone back. current? Really is everyone current on yeah. the show? Well, yeah. I think so. I've watched three episodes of the new. I think season. that's all there is. Yeah. But, no, I think there's yeah. one but more. You remember, remember Gail? Remember Gail? Yeah. Gale. Are you current? I, you know, yeah, I remember Gale. I didn't watch this last one. Uh, oh, well, but, okay, but, okay. So outside the last well, one. Well, hey, he's he. I remember he, Gale. Yeah, he was dead. He yeah, got yeah. killed in the in yeah, Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah. But yeah, he shows up in the new one. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, right. it's cool. I had the other the other night. I was watching, and I had a I, I had a timeline problem where it was like, God damn it! Okay, where does this show fit in relationship time wise to Breaking Bad? And and I, I realized it's a giant prequel. Yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's a giant prequel, but it's probably But everyone's older. It's probably maybe yeah, everyone's strange. older. Everyone yeah. Um except for Mike Ermintrout. He still looks I, ancient. I, I can't <laughs> figure out where the crispy at what point in time is the Krispy Kreme stuff. Krispy Kreme. When he's working at the donut shop. Oh, that's oh, in the yeah. future. That's okay. the future, yeah. yeah that's, that that's, trips me out. And that's in Omaha. It's a Cinnabon. It's a Cinnabon, Cinnabon in Omaha. Right. Because yeah. they tell you at the beginning it's in Omaha and then they they came back yeah. to it. At the beginning of this season, yeah, and it threw me like for a, a loop. I was like, "What the and, fuck?" And yeah, so that they throw in the uh, the isotopes in the, the yeah, and the, the isotopes show up yeah. in there. Yeah, and there's an isotope. Speaking reference. up, Rockies up five one. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. Hey, let's talk about my Rockies. Let's do. Let's talk about my Rockies. Yes. Your rock boys? My rock boys. Your handsome boys. hard rock boys? Yeah. I like the rock boys. Um, I, I'm f- officially adopting the rock boys. The rock boys are in the house tonight. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Um, you got that song? Play that song. You know rock that uh, Jay-Z, uh, Kanye song? I do not know no, that's, that's a good you song. You know that song? Oh, yeah, that's a good song. Uh, you love Kanye, don't you? I do not love Kanye. Oh, Kanye's a awesome. fucking I remember asshole. your view, review of, what was it, Life Wife Pablo, or was it the one before that? It was Yeezus. Yeezus. Yeah, Yeezus. Uh, Those albums are pieces of shit, man. They're <laughs> terrible. They're terrible. Kanye has had some good songs along the way, but ever since, like, he got, once he got famous, it just, it just turned to shit. I remember being really excited. I was like, oh, he got a new album out. It was called 808s and Heartbreak or whatever. And I was like, this is great. And I listened to it, and I was like, man, that's really bad. And I thought, okay. And I didn't, I didn't really listen to it. And then everything else after that has been horrible. And then some of these young guys, like these young dudes that, that, uh, that I, that I know from Twitter, they can't get enough. They're like, they're like, um, 
what's the one uh, my dark twisted fantasy they're like or whatever it's called they're like this is one of the greatest albums of all time and they oh, fucking yeah. go on and on i'm like i'm like have you heard it it's fucking terrible it's mm-hmm. so bad it's like and if you if you think he's bad now like you can see the roots of him starting to suck then it just wasn't dude he was, was on good. snl one night and it was just i was fucking floored by how bad it was oh it's i was terrible. just like oh my god God, what a disaster. Whereas when Timberlake did SNL, and I know you hate Timberlake, but when he did SNL, that performance was off the fucking Oh, wait, what's the the difference between the two people, Jeff? What's the the difference, huh? Uh, I think Mm. one is slightly taller than the other. Yeah, one's slightly taller. (laughs) No, um... that's the whole thing. Timberlake is a, is a performer, yes, and he he's just he's just a he's a performer who he's will perfect always, for SNL. He'll, give, yeah, yes, yeah. give me a, give me four and a half minutes. Yes, now is. I think I think Kanye is probably very good at what he does in far as insofar as producing. But and, he's so and, full of himself. But he's just I think it's one of those things where it's just somebody who's who's just ate his own bullshit for so long. He has no idea that he's fucking awful. But there's thousands, millions of people who sit there and go, "Oh my god, it's so brilliant." He said, "Poopity scoopity." Are you? Oh man. Are you, are you getting this? And it's like this is so fucking bad. It's just it's just it just sucks. But he's been elevated to a point that everyone thinks it's. Great. You know, what? Uh, I'm more of a cool Modi guy. Oh, I, cool well, Modi. Most people yeah. are. Yeah. Well, see, I was a I'm more of a Bone Thugs and Army fan, and wow. oh, back in the back in the '90s, back even, in the day, even even better. We're all so sad and old. <laughs> but this is what this is what I was just going to point out. We are a bunch of. 40-year-old white men complaining about Kanye West. Jeff, you, you, you bring up a good point, yes. And, um, and, uh, and I agree, but it's I mean... My, it's my privilege. No, no, hold on. No, no, you're right. That's right. And, that's, and you have my to... Privilege. Here's the thing. You have, to, you have to enter that valley of death when you criticize someone like Kanye. Exactly. Because then everyone goes, you're old and white. And it's like, yes, yes. true, very true. But, very true. But, but I, I, I am honestly coming at it objectively because I've listened to hip-hop from way way back yeah. like like i i consider myself one of the first white kids to to get into it back in like the like the early to mid 80s so i've watched it develop i know the music and this is bad it's fucking sucks it's yeah. not good and no, there's stuff out there if you listen to i listen to the um on on xm i listen to the hip-hop channel yeah. there's great fucking shit on there i don't even mind drake too much drake's drake's really? okay yeah i don't mind some of that yeah he sucks i don't like him i think he's he's a douchebag no. but some of that music is okay but the kanye you can root stuff for I chad cannot, kelly you can root for drake i hmm. they're the same that's, thing. A, that's a good question so <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about the Rockies. Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah, we were talking about the Rockies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of them listen to Kanye. So My rock boys. Gonna, uh, I don't think those guys listen. There's not many Kanye, the Kanye lovers because I think there's only um, – is there only one black guy in the Rockies and it's Tapia and he's not even like um, – I don't even think like, he's actually black. No, I he? mean he's, he's, he's certainly – He's black adjacent. Well, he's like from – like he's from a Latin country, so I think he's basically Caribbean. No, I think, uh, I think uh, Arenado always has the, uh, has the hip-hop playing – uh, when they're when they're doing batting practice, yeah, out there. he's a Southern California kid, so yeah. you know he's probably got that going. But but um, I just that, think that all, I just series. think I just think all millennials listen, listen to rap. That's it's burned into my brain. I just think all millennials listen to rap. It, so no, know. it's a very it's a very um, it's a very common music form yeah. that younger people listen to. Yeah. And like, so I have a kid that's now that just and I now have a high schooler. By the way, it's first. It's, well, um, yeah, I've it's got great. a kid doing college classes. It, it's now. crazy. It, I'm, I'm a little shocked by it. Um, doesn't listen listens to various stuff, but like certainly identifies with that most because mm-hmm. I think that's the, that's the soundtrack to a lot of people that age. You know that added I mean? Weezer and uh, Weezer. Weezer. Yeah, my Weezer. kids would never in a million years. <laughs> no, listen to no, Weezer. Weezer. No, 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 no. My kid, my my son, he's a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. If if they use auto tune, 
the artist ha- uses autotune yeah. and has face tattoos. He's into it. He's into it. Totally into it. Yeah. yeah. SoundCloud rappers. Really? He loves SoundCloud rappers. It's, it's his favorite. <laughs> it's his I favorite saw stuff. a thing where they had like they had like a, a picture of a kid that had passed out and they were drawing stuff on his face and they were like hilarious in the 90s and then they then they put next to it the same picture and they're like rapper today <laughs> and it's like it's fucking face tattoos dude are you kidding me you better make a lot of money because you're gonna I, be I, fucked dude, later. I, dude i had a guy in here today with a bunch of them and i was just like holy shit you were so fucked <laughs> i mean you were just i mean you're basically saying i i'm a, i work in kitchens people who had face tattoos 20 years ago were like fucking on so on a, far in the, the circus, yeah. they, they were yeah. in the circus. They were in the circus, yeah. or they had gone so far out of the mainstream <laughs> that they just were like, they were fucking, they were gone. Come dude. see the man with the tattoo yeah, on his were, face. They were fucking not. Twenty five cents. They were not part of mainstream America. Did, did the you guys best remember? Part was the other day, dude. I saw a dude at fucking Seven Eleven working at Seven Eleven, African American guy. Two tattoos of dollar signs, like right on his jawline. Nice. I was like, "Yeah, minimum wage dollar signs." I'll on even your take neck. A, I'll even fuck? take a neck tattoo. I'll be like, "All right, that's cool." Was, that, but was once you got Chris the face, Anderson with the with the with the neck tattoo and the the, the eye tattoo. Okay, the, that's different. You're a you're oh, wait, you're, you're a basketball player. Colin, it, it, it is what's different. The difference? You're a basketball player. What's the difference between the black guy at Seven Eleven and Chris Anderson? He's gonna have enough. Chris Anderson's gonna have enough money to live the rest of his life. I I remember the first time I saw someone with a neck tattoo that wasn't a basketball player and it was at the drive-thru at Taco Bell wait that, everybody exactly else had Carmelo really? Anthony on their neck really oh, be, be, 20 years ago if you saw a neck tattoo you fucking turned the it, other way because they were just, fucking I couldn't scary believe it. shit I mean like some people like you know Kenyon Martin was having neck tattoos he well, was yeah, an early that, adopter yeah, that, but the uh, very first time I saw someone that wasn't a basketball yeah. player was someone working the drive-thru at Taco Bell really uh, I've seen it and there's they long time ago oh, this is meant, like 15 years ago 20 years ago dude I work on South Broadway I see this shit all fucking now, now you do, yeah. I'm saying now like 20 do, years ago, you didn't see it. No. That's um, all I'm saying. Well, listen. So the Rockies, I well, had a great time watching that series. Sorry. That's great. Well, we're, we got to take a break. Awesome. You can talk about I can't we wait not, to talk about Rockies. My entire list. Well, you can talk. I know. Untouched. <laughs> we we, we kind of cooked through the first because I couldn't tell what how much time was elapsed because of that false start. I mean, my I'm fault. So, my I'm fault. So, I'm totally sorry. My there was fault. no false start. It, it, it was all totally started start. perfectly. It didn't, it didn't happen. It all started perfectly. No. So, um, so we we can go a little long. We'll we'll do that, of course. And uh, but let's let's stick to the um, to the halftime right now, and we can get back into it. We can talk about your Rockies, my Rockies, your Broncos, not my Broncos. No, definitely not. There um, are Broncos, John. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, unfortunately, there are Broncos. We have to own that. So, yes. Yeah. Like it's our country. That's right. Yeah, we got to own that, too. A lot of parallels. Let's take a quick break. Be right back. On, then I'll watch you three seconds later. I got you shaking your head, dancing instead of sitting. The rhymes kick. The beat's hitting you just like a home run. Slamming like a slam dunk. Ride the wave. James Brown, gay funk. It happened to James like it happened to me. How you think it feel to see another MC get paid? Using my rap style, and I'm playing the background. Meanwhile, I ain't with that. You can't forget that. You took my style. I'm taking it back, coming back like Return of the Jedi. Sucker MCs in the place that said I could only rock rhymes and only rock crowds, but never rock records. How you like me now? Hey, everybody, I know, you know, I'm like, sign up for this, sign up for that, but sign up for PSN Denver. If you're not, especially if you're an Avs fan, it's coming. It's coming, and you got Adrian Dater right there at bsndenver.com, along with AJ Hafferly, 
best avalanche coverage in town. And don't forget, Ryan Konisberg, a, one of the founding members of BSNDenver.com, down there every day at the Valley, reporting on the Broncos. It's great reporting. It's great solid stuff they're credentialed for every team and they're working it i mean they're i think they're doing a better job than the post and it's it's, it's like a few bucks three four bucks a month 30 bucks a year bsndenver.com and when you do sign up it would be just wonderful if you'd tell them that the south stand sent you <laughs> Show's all about ten percent sports guaranteed. Oh, let's talk about those ten, uh, rock 10%, boys. Ten percent, ten percent, percent. It's five to two, by the way. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. five to two. They got my two Rockies. on bottom of the. Um, uh, my Rockies really needed to to get back on the horse, and now we, you know, you can't win them all. Baseball is a game where you know if you. It's impossible to to well, win them. And all. I'm getting better. I'm getting better about that. Yeah, not you got to understand out. that you're yeah. not the Golden State Warriors who are going to win like 95 percent of their games. Can, can, yeah. I, can I tell you something really quick? Tell me I, something. I'm going to tell you something. Tell me something. I, I went to a Rockies game not too long ago. They were playing the Dodgers, and I walked out of there thinking, "It's over. Season's done." I know. I've been there five or six times. Collins there it's every here. other day. And, and then uh, that was the very first game with that four then game they, series. And then they went on the road where, where they bl- the, the bullpen gave up like seven runs That's in right. like three. Innings. That was the first game, right? The first yeah. game. Yeah. And, then and they I won was the rest. I, it felt like it I was, was leaving. Yes, and I felt like I was leaving a funeral. I mean, everyone it, on on the train. We had a guy console us on the train <laughs> and grab my hand and say, it's going to be okay. I'd be like, don't fucking touch well, me. No Jeez. one was even talking to each other on the train going home. It was so sad. The, the season was over, and then they went three in a row. And they, they went on a, they went on and a then, tear. And then they go to Houston and win a game. And then they went four in, in Atlanta, and boom. <sighs> but it felt like the season was done. It was over. It I, was I like think, a man, that sweep on Sunday, that, that, it was so beautiful. I mean, yeah. I, I felt so good, and I realized on that afternoon, and it was a beautiful day, and I was roasting peppers and, and watching the Rockies win, sweep a, a series. It was beautiful. And I realized... I love this team more than the Broncos. Wow. Mm. Holy shit. You heard it here first. Right here. Uh, I, have you it's got, weird. See, I, here, here's the thing. I have yet to see a full preseason game. I've seen oh, part yeah, of one. Seen. Only because the Rockies are playing at the same exact time. And I was Why would you Rockies. watch a preseason game when the Rockies are on? Exactly. Well, but I, I had a little uh, uh, get-together. We had some birthday parties at my house, family stuff. Well, wait. Why weren't we invited? It's birthday parties, family stuff. I, I wouldn't have you. come. Um, you weren't invited. It was family stuff, <laughs> birthday parties. All right. So uh, the people. This is this is interesting. The people that re- everyone wanted to watch the Broncos game, right? Mm. The preseason game. But these are very, very, very casual sports yeah. fans. They're like, right? oh yeah, sports Broncos. And yeah. when I put on the Rockies, they wanted no part of it. At which point in time, my wife says, "Hey, we really got to put on the Broncos games. Everyone's asking for the Broncos game." So people who don't really care about sports at all. They care about the Broncos. Of course. Yes. And that's kind of where it goes. Casual right? ass fans. Yes, they do. And that's, the, that's a very 
good point because I've always made this point. It's like it, it, there's a lot of transplants in Denver, and and it's easy for people to like football. It's just they make it easy for you to like it. And so when you come into a Not town, necessarily. Well, say, yeah, there's another subject. But, you know, you get in and then the default ends up being NFL because, or at least college football, because that's just, it's programming it's, in everyone's It's brains. very commonplace yeah. to be into it. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and watching some of those preseason games, I was just like, I was so bored. And I was like, I was like, man, how do we sit through this fucking shit? It's so slow. And there's just so many penalties and they're just like, they're just dragging it down. It's so like, and I know it'll get exciting once the regular season begins, but, and I'm watching the Broncos. I watched a little bit. I'm like, oh, I just want to see what Chad Kelly's doing, you know, whatever. See how the, the, the first team is doing in the first couple plays. And after that, I was just like, oh, my God, I can't sit through this fucking shit. Well, and I think the NFL is in, I really do. I really think they're in a lot of trouble right now. And there's, there's several reasons. Uh, anthem. Protest. The, the anthem sure. shit. <laughs> Those no, Negroes that, kneeling for the anthem. Not the protests. <laughs> That's not the problem. The, the league's handling of the protests is a problem. Yes, it is. And, and also the... Uh, this the, the 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 officiating and the new rules with the, with with regard to the officiating, and, and I wonder. I mean, it's kind of there again the tie-in between the United States and the NFL. It, it it you would never think that the United States could fall to second place in any category, but you never you would never think the NFL could either. But I kind of feel like it is. I kind of feel like in a lot of ways. The NBA is slowly but surely jockeying for that first place. Can we position. talk about a little NBA since we got an NBA guy here right well, now? Well, we can talk NBA. I just wanted to say first that, like, watching these Rockies games because yeah. we've been talking Rockies, these are far more riveting and like and yes. like have so much more at stake and like and like every like you're like, oh my god, is the pitcher gonna fucking blow up? Is you know, or is is Blackman gonna you know get a good get a good fucking double out of it? It's there's so much more going on and it's so much more interesting mm -hmm. than anything with the NFL right now. Right. And and I just I, and I get it. Okay, Broncos are exciting and everything like that. We all love football and they're gonna suck football. though. We all know they're, they're gonna, gonna suck. suck. We're, we're talking Broncos in the fourth because Jeff's got to get to his story about Elway. Yeah. But um, the the baseball and it helps that the Rockies are in the thick of it. That's obviously that obviously helps. But it's still every game now. You're like going, you know, because we're not watching it tonight, but we're still hanging on it because we're like, got to make sure they're they're yeah. they're hanging tough. And it's very interesting. So it, the NBA, it, I I don't know is the, is the, are the Nuggets going to be are the Nuggets going to jockey for that? Are the they Nuggets gonna are going to be attention? just fine, right? I think the Nuggets will be a playoff team. This Ooh. next year, Ooh. I think there's no doubt they'll be a playoff and, team. Yeah, and yeah, Scott and I have actually spoken about this a couple times, and I, I think that I think that they will be a playoff team, and I think that they will do um, they will surprise a lot of people, and I think Michael Porter Jr. will end up playing this year too. Didn't he have a backyotomy though? Yes, he did. He, he had, a had two backyotomies, but the second one is good. And you guys know that I like to to hop on the bandwagon. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> right before. Right before Dude, greatness you are, happens, you are known. You are known for your bandwagon <laughs> hopping. Like you, you just got you got perfect form. Yeah. You're like, yeah. you're like, yeah. yeah. Ask me who played for the Rockies three years ago. 
I don't know. Beats me. Was Cargo on the team? Yeah, I have no yeah, idea. He was. Yeah, right? I don't yeah, know. He was. I don't know. I don't know who else. I guess that's it. I don't know. Dante Bichette. Dante Bichette. Yeah, Larry Walker. Maybe. Who's yeah. that? I have no idea. So I like to hop on right before the teams are good. It's, it's what you should do. And because uh, you can't hop on after. Uh, no, no, no. What, my, I, t- it's timing, sure John. You can. It's timing. No, you got to hop on early because then it's when you get the good stuff. Absolutely. I am a new season ticket holder for the Denver Nuggets. No! Yeah. So you know that they're going to be good. Yeah. You know they're going to be good because you know what I do. You know you, I you heard it here first. Right and by good, you happens. mean still never win a title. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, check, check, check this. Three. I'm, I'm saying three years from now, four years from now, they're contending, contending for a title. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no. Hold on. And Jeff, oh, and Jeff, I want to hear your opinion. Totally. You, I think they are. Jokic, Murray, a couple of these guys. If they develop and they become superstars, if then they become, they can bring. They need another piece, I, I will, but they can bring that in at that. Point. What do you think I'll, about I'll that? Throw, Jeff? I'll throw this there. The key is, I and I and I think I've, I've told a couple people this, but I I really do think their schedule lays out this way. It's going to be a bunch of easy games yep, yep. to start the year. And it's they it's, play Golden State like the third game. Or they something. do. They okay, do. Yeah, that's not a bunch of easy. They games. do. And well, other than Golden State, but you'll be able to enjoy to be able seeing Golden State. Oh no, I'm selling those tickets. No, like, so I, I get my money back. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, sell that shit. Sell that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, Golden State and Lakers, I sell that shit. You know for sure. <laughs> and, and then I go to the other games. But I, I actually, you know, as a credential meeting member, I never went to the Golden State games because all, all the Golden State bandwagon fans there just irritated the crap out of me. But they have a bunch of easy games going up to the about yeah right around the all-star break so that's going to allow them to rest michael porter jr and it's going to allow them to kind of get him more you know up to speed get him in there a little earlier and then kind of watch him take off i have seen this guy shoot i have seen him in as a as an injured person perform on the court um for workouts for the nuggets and stuff like that I've not seen an athlete like that with the Nuggets since, since well, David Thompson was here. Wow. Holy shit. And that was – it was stunning to me. His shot is the purest shot I've ever seen in my and life. And this is a guy that may not play this year. And this oh, is a guy that may mean not play. You mean purer than Steph Curry? I, it's right up there. Hold on. It is Hold right on. up let me, let me Let me back up just a little bit. So their schedule, there is, it's going to be decent. So they can all gel and they can start. They can start thumping fools and get get their groove on. Right? They can kind of get until it, it going. gets really hard. Yeah, until it gets really hard. So thump it till it gets hard. <laughs> and uh, is that what you meant? Yeah. Vance and, uh, Joseph says yeah. yes. So uh, <laughs> that that's great. I think that bodes well because they can get a groove and they can well work together and they know how to how to blow people out. They mm-hmm. know how to play well. That sounds good to me. With back issues, yeah. As someone who has experienced back issues. Yes. As someone who's had the same exact surgery as that guy, as me, um, I had some major, major concerns. But he's like 20 or something. I hear you. But, and I'm like But 40. in athletes, and it goes from, you know, hockey to, you know, everything else. Uh, didn't Todd Helton have a back surgery? And I don't think after he had that back surgery, he wasn't quite mm-hmm. the same person anymore. Is this an issue that's going to keep coming up? Or do you think 
you know, he's young enough to kind of skate through it. You know, that's an interesting question. And my mom had. I know, a, I know you're not going to be able to answer that because no, my mom had the same surgery, at, at, and I, I asked she her can, about she it. She can dunk still. Yeah, she can still. <laughs> she's she's she can still dunk on fools all the time, um, but I, I, her description of it was after I had my surgery, everything felt better. And that is true because it takes away the sciatic pain yeah. immediately. But uh, I had it's it's a microdiscectomy, mm-hmm. so essentially the disc blows out on a side of it and, and it hits the nerve, and they the disc is like a, like a jelly donut essentially, right? Mm, and it delicious. blows out into the side. Sounds good. And they essentially cut that piece away. Yeah. And uh, and they can't put it back in, and then it heals. So there's always going to be uh, less. Uh, the disc is always going to be compressed. Yeah. And, and for me, I'm an, an old guy, and I have a lot of trouble with it. But I think he, as a young guy, can deal with it. Do yeah. you feel, take away your physical uh, um, limitations, let's call them, just being kind. No, that's, that's very <laughs> kind. Do you, yeah. do you feel well enough that you think a 20, what is he, 22, 23? 20. 20. 20. You think a 20-year-old can bounce back from that? Initially, no, I didn't feel that way whatsoever. Um, but you know, it's the type of thing like like I cut my arm like four months ago, and there's still a mark. You know what I mean? Like when you're 20, that shit goes away like in a day. True. So, uh, so I think he's going to heal faster, and he probably did heal faster, and he has the best medical attention. So you think you could buy if this kid heals up, he's well, going to be a fact. And he's stretch. also black, so oh. everything works better. Black don't crack, baby. Anyway, yes. Anyway. <laughs> Not oh. true. Um, there's keloid scar. I get keloid scars, and that's uh, a lot of black people get keloid scars. It's actually the over, uh, your, your scarring tissue uh, overcompensates itself and sometimes makes it worse. It, you know what? I didn't think you were black, and I, but I accept you. <laughs> I do. I, I accept I, you. If you I, do that 23andMe, you'll yeah. find something. <laughs> I had a mole removed from my neck when I was a kid, and I got this giant scar on the back. You guys see this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was a little yeah. tiny mole. That's that was I, your blackness. And that wasn't, you cut that, it right off. That's when I figured out I get, I get I, keloid scars. I went to college with a guy. A little bit of a tangent here. I went to college with a guy, and he is from the South, and uh, his family is originally from the South, and uh, he had blonde, white ass fucking dude, had very curly, kinky hair and had kind of, I want to say, African features. And it was a weird thing. Like, you know, it was kind of like, was since he's from the South, was there something? You went to school with Blake Griffin? <laughs> no, what, wider than that. But, but looked, but had these certain kind of features. And I just thought... South, maybe he, yeah. you know, maybe yeah, there was maybe. something there, you know. You know it's funny, and, and actually, you guys were talking about like, um, and then you just to, to bring this back to where we were started with the Rockies. Thanks, I Jeff. am appreciate I it. Am, <laughs> we lost, we lost, and <laughs> I, I am emotionally invested in this Rockies team. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times, wow, you are. And yeah. that's, you know, that's he's wearing a, he's wearing a purple shaft shirt. I'm wearing shaft. It's, it's the shaft is he's, purple. He's wearing a purple shaft all, shirt and a purple shaft. All of exactly. our shafts are purple because over the Rockies. <laughs> you know, it is funny. <laughs> that's not the reason. I last night, you know, they lost the Padres. I was livid for yeah. like an hour, and You're I'm like, like Fuck this. why do you keep losing to the Padres? Yeah, that, that's awesome. exactly what I was saying. And I think that I think that when you get to that point that's good when you're when you when they mess up and you're angry that's good because before that it was all apathy with the Rockies it was like especially through that streak where they're living they're winning like 70 games you know there is a very good 
Rocky's Twitter. It's called Rocky's Twitter. Oh, and I know Rocky's. There's a lot of great people, and and you know what? You see them get all pissed off and, and frustrated, and um, they're they're all great folks. And you know that that there's a there's a very deep, rich fandom going on yeah. with the Rockies, and uh, yep. it does. You, you, but you're right though. You're like now at this point, you're like, okay, we need to. We need to win, Rockies. We need to get it going, and uh, it's it, you're you're emotionally invested, and I think that's great. We'll stop losing to the Padres. I yeah, mean. stop losing the fucking Padres. <laughs> hey, hey you, you drop one of the the Astros. I got it. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. It's crazy. They the Braves. Have, I think the Braves are first in their division, right? And it's they, like okay, it's, yeah, they they are a really good team. The Braves. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. They beat the teams that are good, and they lose to the teams that are. That's, they're like, that's, that's, that's trouble. That's like the Nuggets. But we yeah. we like it, it because you know what? Base, baseball is a great baseball is a great game, and to to have them be in contention, and 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 all these games matter, and you're you're hanging on every pitch. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And Absolutely. I think it's you, you you said a, a very key phrase. Baseball is a great game. In my and I told my I Isn't told my fun? kids it's so great to watch baseball. It's fantastic. Baseball yeah. is the greatest game. Football is the best sport. Hockey has the best fans, and the NBA has the best athletes. Yeah. That's NBA fair. does have the best athletes. Those dudes, man, they're huge, and the way they move, it's, it's fucking impressive. Except Jokic. Jokic is kind of, you know. <laughs> He's kind of doughy. He's kind of doughy. He's, He's kind, kind of doughy. Hey, 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 hey. Don't, don't cast stones. I mean, look at it. Well, yeah. On, I mean, got, yeah. Right, going on. But he has, hey, a, he has a 40-year-old's body, so. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's true. Hopefully, hopefully he keep playing, you know, playing like a 23-year-old for yes, years and years and years. Hopefully. I was going to say real quick, and we'll take a break. Um I think that if if he develops and he keeps, I mean, people. If you read people like like from around the country who who cover basketball, mm-hmm. they all know he's fucking. They 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 all know he's he's fantastic and can probably be even better. He needs to be a little better. If he if he can get better, he'll be a superstar. Kind of close to that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if some of those other guys develop too, you might have something here. You might have something, Colin. I know you don't believe it. No title. No well, title. Not, not in the next uh, no two years. Uh, Golden State will implode. Not in the next three, decade. Th- three years from now. Oh, oh they're, they're, they're all going to want to come the Lakers. Here come the fucking Lakers Kevin, again. Uh, Kevin, Lakers. Kevin Durant will hightail it to the Knicks. To the Lakers. He'll join LeBron. Fuck it. Goddamn stupid <laughs> fucking look, NBA. Look, LeBron is awesome. I love LeBron. I think he's the greatest of all time. I do. He I can, do. I think know, he's he, one of the greatest he, athletes. He of carried all time. those Top Cleveland five. teams to, to finals, yep. and and you know, such a fucking class. But act. you know what? That Laker team, right, is awful. They're a terrible yeah, team. Right, good. they suck. Like yeah. they might not make the play. They make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they will just because of, of because of LeBron. Yeah. But they're not going to go far because no. they're going to get smoked because they have a terrible team around them. Mm-hmm. And and at least the Cleveland team had like. Okay. Real Stevenson. quick, I know we're going to break. I heard something, mm. and I don't know if you've heard the same thing. The decision cave. Ooh, yeah, this is good. Was Josh Kroenke's yacht? I shit you not. <laughs> in the Caymans. Do you believe this? Do you think I'm completely crazy? Because I've heard this. You just say crazy, yes or no? No comment. No comment. God damn you. I heard <laughs> that he and Kronk here tight, that he I, really gave it a lot of thought. He spent a lot of time with Josh in the decision cave on Josh's fucking yacht I, in the Caymans. I do know that he and Josh are tight. Yeah. If if And it was close, right? It was, it was real close. If, if, Lebr- was if, LeBron, if LeBron came to the Nuggets. Oh, the fucking world would have exploded. What, oh, yeah. what, what are their... What are their chances of winning the title? Oh, they, 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 hundred percent. They, I think they'd beat the Warriors. I think so, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's all, that's all and, you had to be. And that's what I kept thinking. I said, LeBron, my man. 
Go to this team with all these fucking young guys, and you can fucking lead the show. They'll, they'll, the can you imagine cast, fucking Jokic dishing to LeBron? That has stop and think about that and try not to masturbate. Is that a is that a bet? I'm going to masturbate very soon. Is that a better supporting cast than he had when he went to Miami? Oh, wow. Uh, no, because he had he had Dwayne Wade. Dwayne was in still, his prime was off. Cl- yeah. But it's close, right? Yeah, and, and Chris Bosh was still a viable player. But, it, but it's close, there. right? It's close. It's close, yes. There in my go. opinion, there you yes. Go. But that's not Closer what it was about. Closer than L.A., right? It was about his, oh, uh, his yeah. legacy and his, his, and his life after NBA. Yeah. I totally get it. You want to go to Lakers. The Lakers are a classic team. But, man, you could just go into fucking Denver and win like several titles and then fucking retire? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Hey, anyway, we could we could dream all night if we wanted to. We could dream all night. It's not going to happen. Isaiah Thomas chose to come here at the league minimum. That's something. That tells you something, right? Yeah. No one comes to Denver. Oh, yeah, for I'm going to grab my purple shaft minimum. right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grab the purple shaft, everybody. <laughs> grab your purple shaft and love these Rockies because these Rockies are going to carry us into the fall. Oh, they're going to be beautiful. When the Broncos have let you down, the purple shaft will, will always be up for you. It will always be firm. And he'll always be your friend. He's a complicated man. <laughs> no is. one understands him but, but his woman. John Shaft. Rock Boys. <laughs> Love it. Let's take a quick break. Be right back. Well, no, I need music first. I mean, but there's music we're, playing in the background. We're going. We're recording. Welcome to Headlines to Yardlines Fantasy Football Draft Edition. At least 11 people were killed in southern Italy on Monday when they were washed away by a raging whitewater creek in a deep mountain gorge that suddenly swelled after heavy rains upstream. And you, too, can make a big splash by selecting Alvin Kamara in the first round of your draft. Fuck you guys. Don't do it. A 95-year-old New York City man believed Fuck you guys. There's always a response you want to say to like people sitting around. Exactly. Fuck you guys. A 95-year-old man believed to be a former guard at a labor camp in Nazi-occupied Poland has arrived in Germany after being arrested and deported by U.S. immigration authorities making room in the Big Apple for the exciting rookie running back, Saquon Barkley, whose average draft position is currently seventh overall. Now do that one. That's better. <laughs> you should have said something about Saquon Barkley uh, definitely not being a white supremacist. He's not. No, definitely. For sure. 
Um, U.S. Representative Duncan Hunter, a Republican from California, was indicted on charges that he and his wife used hundreds of thousands of dollars in campaign funds to pay for vacations, video games, and other personal expenses while filing, filing fake campaign finance reports. And you'll want to avoid misappropriating funds in auction drafts by determining beforehand a, a positional budget <laughs> and sticking with it. You want to start over? No. <laughs> it's too late. A, a tanker vessel with 19 crew members on board has gone missing in pirate-plagued waters off West Africa. No word has been heard in a week. And your fantasy season may also be sunk if you don't secure two solid running backs in the first three rounds of your draft. We're drafting on Sunday. It's going to be Ooh, fun. Is that a tip? Is, really that a hot tip? is that a hot tip? That's you think? a hot tip. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Iran warned on Wednesday it will hit both U.S. and Israel targets if it's attacked by the United States. Also, your fantasy squad could potentially blow up if you hit on middle round running backs like Royce Freeman and Karon Johnson. He's carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Like you would on an airplane? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or carry on my wayward son. Steam guest, one of our favorites. We love having him in anytime yes. he's here. Jeff is going to tell us the story, the famous story of when he was a child and his encounter with John Elway. Oh, Jeff, I can't wait. Jeff, take it away. All right. Set the stage. All right. Okay. I initially, when I was first telling the story, I actually had the date wrong. It was I, I said it was 88, but it was actually 1989. Can he sue you for the story? Are we good? Are we, are we okay? I, Defamation I, of character? I, I, can I he, think, can no, there was probably we, 30 people true, in the fucking room, Yes, right? there was. I, I, will, I will tell you this. My, my, looking out for you, buddy. My grandfather was a member of the Denver Broncos quarter, quarterback club. Mm -hmm. Very famous, long-running fan club of the Broncos. And uh, he and my grandmother had season tickets all the way going back to 1969. Um, and I was, uh, let's see, it was 1989. It was Steve Atwater's rookie year. And uh, my grandfather would take me to various games every year because he was a season ticket holder. So I generally got um, at least three games a year of the Bronco because my, uh, was, my grandfather was fortunate enough to have this privilege. And that allowed him to go to uh, the quarterback club. And uh, he took me and my two older brothers with me. And uh, we actually, 
um, as the as I remember, we were standing and it was in one of those. It was it was old Mile High Stadium where they they kind of had those that this kind of a weird club had a bunch of like leather dark leather furniture to um, hide the cum yeah it was just it was one of those it's one of those things that it looked like it was out of 1975 you know but and, and with you know that mile high stadium it's probably true so anyway i'm standing there next to my grandfather who was a very tall man and i'm we're, we're listening to steve sewell talk one of the nicest men I've ever met. Eight, 1989, how old were you? Um, I would have been 11. 11 years old. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And uh, this would have been the 89-90 season, or 89 season. So they went to Super Bowl that year. And um, <laughs> we were just talking, and uh, uh, Steve Sewell's just just really nice guy. And Steve Atwater's smiling over there, you know, talking to people. And uh, John Elway comes in late. Um and walks like was he sober? We're getting to that. We're, we're getting, getting to that. that. <laughs> yeah, we're getting to that. Um, and he gets to a point where he walks towards us, and he didn't hesitate. He walks and he like knocks me over as he's walking. Um, but, you know, of course, I'm you know 11 years old. I'm not huge, and I'm I'm five six, seven now, so I'm not huge. Um, so he knocks me over. <laughs> And he walks over to uh, one of the side. It was one like a far uh, one of the leather long leather couches that are, that they had or seats. He sits down on, on it, and you could just you could just smell the alcohol. You could just smell how drunk he was. And I don't know how many shots or beers he had, but it was lots. So now you're on the ground. Yeah. Is everyone just kind of goes? Does everyone standing around go, whoa? No, because it's John Elway and people were like, oh, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> funny John Elway. John it's like stumbling over and beating it, up it, children. It's like if uh, like in you're in England in the like the 1400s and the king like knocks you down You'll be and like, the serfs are like, oh, Lord. Good show, good please, show, Lord. Good. Please, please do that again, <laughs> please. So what, what condition are you in? Um, I, I didn't get hurt or anything like that. I just was a little stunned that, that I was knocked over. By but I thought you were bloodied. Is that, no, is that, I was I, not. Did I, I make that up? I, you made that up. I, 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 was I created that in my mind. So, so he knocks me down, and my grandfather was like kind of offended. You know, he's, yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do with John Elway? And he's fa- surrounded by a you bunch of fans. You got knocked down by John Elway. <laughs> so I, uh, that was my first, that was my introduction to personally John Elway. I thought I, I, I yeah, created right. this in my head because I thought your grandfather said Jeff something to him. On this one. It was better when he was bloodied. He was better. <laughs> was I thought the your grandfather said, said something. You. And then, I thought and he then stabbed you with, and a, with a broken said, like, bottle. Elway said, fuck you. Are you saying the, am, I, am I not getting this right? Are you saying the legend uh, outstrips the actual story? I, I might have. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might have built this up a little more. Would you maybe augment the story a little bit? No, no, wait. He didn't. A broken. He didn't get bloodied. I understand. Didn't your grandfather say something? He he did say something, um, and uh, no one responded. And I do recall John Elway saying, "Now let's get this fucking over with." That there was some fucking. I think I remember him saying something about yeah. fucking. So. That, and that that was that was the end of my interaction. That's the only time I've ever interacted with John. Let Elway. me let me ask you this: Your grandfather, at that point, was was in this Broncos yeah, thing. He was he was club. he was big into it. He loved the Broncos, right? Yeah. yeah. From that point on, was he just like, Elway's a fucking piece of shit? No. 
Really? No. Really? As with, well, I mean, he, I, I will t- I'll tell you this, not with me, he wasn't, but I'm with my grandfather, I could always tell, he's like, yeah, he, this guy's a, you know, yeah. a, a, an asshole. Um, what's been remarkable to me is how there you, I am not alone in a story like this. Oh, no, I'm sure. And how uh, you never saw stories like this in the media. Oh, no. The entire time he played. Ever. If- if Carson Wentz from the Philadelphia Eagles rolled in and knocked a kid over, he would have been like, "Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Let me pick you up. Let me give you a football. Let me yeah. sign." And it would have been like a big. It would have been like a big deal because if he didn't, it would have been reported to death that Carson Wentz knocked a kid over and didn't say shit and said, "Let's get this fucking shit going." Well, you know, as I recall, that's the year that John Elway gave that interview to Sports Illustrated, saying that he felt suffocated by uh, Denver. He was. I get that. Yeah. I, I get that. And and now we kind of understand a little more about how fame can really alienate these people. Yeah. I get that, and I'm sure he's probably bitter. Um, but he's also the golden boy, and he should have expected some of that. Yeah. You still can't knock a kid over and not be like, "Oh, hey, buddy, I'm sorry. Let me sign your shirt. Fucking yeah, whatever." It, it was. It was. It was a strange situation, and I and I keep thinking about this, and I, I know a lot of people in the media who are were around during that time. And I've always said, why didn't you guys cover, you covered everything about John Elway, including, you know, the candy he gave out on Halloween, but you didn't cover the other shit that John Elway did. And, and that, that, that is something that's always stuck with me my entire life. It's like, how, how, why was one thing covered and nothing well, and else? Well, sp- and speaking of things relating to John Elway that were not covered, one of the things that I've uncovered is that uh, John Elway Auto Nation USA paid out a $3 million sum to a female worker who worked at the, at the car dealership. And as part of the agreement in her settlement, she would not name the managers involved in her sexual assault and harassment. And, and, and you know one of them was that motherfucker, dude. Well, I, I'm, I'm getting to that because I want to I lead up to how this his behavior and how he's been treated and coddled and, and given all this attention. But what did they tell you? What did these people tell you? Like Mark Kisla was probably covering the Broncos at the time. What what could what why would Kisla because obviously Kisla was probably not in a position to do it, but what was their reasoning for not going, hey, this guy's a fucking asshole. He just knocked a kid down, didn't say shit. To a man, they all say we they acknowledged what John Elway was I mean, let's face it He's banging Kathy Saban, he's, knocking down kids. He's yeah. <laughs> living the life. Living the not, life. Not hard enough, yeah, obviously. Yes, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not getting bloodied. Yeah, exactly. And I, but I, the, they all acknowledge that there was things that they probably could have said, but they all kind of been like, well, what are you going to do? I mean, literally, it's that. And this is the way. This is the way I look at this. You had a in the right now in the Broncos organization. You have like just a couple of years ago. Just a couple years ago, you had someone in the organization get an extreme DUI. Extreme. Extreme DUI to where they put him in jail. Do you know how much you have to be drunk for for you to be put in jail if that's your first offense? Oh, yeah. You have to be, like, unconscious, basically. And hit a cop car. And hit a cop car, which is what he did. I think he did. And, um, And then he served his sentence at the Arapahoe County Jail, literally, like, it, just a parking lot away from Dove Valley. And you had that entire summer, you had people getting drunk and getting in trouble. There was another guy in the organization that year who got in trouble. It's So 
and I but guess that's so when I, they were winning I, Super Bowls, though, right? Sure. So hey, as long, hey, back, hey, as, long as you're winning, people are going to yeah. fucking yeah. look the other way. And this leads up to what you're talking about. You've got this guy who was given everything, was bitter about it, was like, fuck you. I, I, I hate being scrutinized. And I get it. I totally understand. That's that's not what you want to. You don't want to live your life like that. It probably even worse today than it was back then. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you get you get somebody like that. And then now they're in a position. Now we're starting to see the cracks in the facade where you're like, oh, yeah. This is a bad guy. This is not a nice guy. Now, granted, John Elway, the football player, fuck, man, I see it in my dreams. It's mm-hmm. fucking the one, the helicopter in the Super Bowl. I see yeah. it. It's it's beautiful. I love it. But as a person, I know he's a bad guy, and it's it's now showing up in the team. and And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And I think it's it's kind of coming home to roost. Well, this is what you get, and I think Colin is piece sums this up a bit when he wrote about the ownership. Um, this is why ownership matters. Absolutely, and and we have this is none. why ownership matters. And, and we have none. And, and I, I want to touch on that because I think it's very important because nobody else is talking about it. And I want to make sure that we do. The Broncos yeah. are fucking for sale. Yeah. If they are not for sale, they're sold. Um, right now, it looks to me as though Charlie Ergen of Dish Network is probably the next owner of the Denver Broncos. And I'm not pulling this out of whole cloth, you guys. I have talked to a couple of people that I really trust. And what, from what I understand, Joe Ellis, who is a member of the Bush family, he's the only daughter, I mean, he's the only son of the only daughter of George H.W. Bush, and he wants to go to Maine. He, when he has to deal with Broncos shit, he flies back from fucking Maine to deal with Broncos shit. And he wants out. And the only reason he's here is because the trust hasn't sold the fucking team yet. And Pat Boland said, if one of my children is competent, I want them to be in charge of the team. Uh, and it's very clear that the trust has decided that none of his children are whoa, competent. Whoa, whoa, what about the blood of Denver? That guy's probably not competent. Blood of the city. Uh, so the next oh, move... The next move, it's Mary Kelly, Rich Slivka, and 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 Joe Ellis. The, the, they're the trio. Two out of three can approve the sale of the Broncos. There is an offer on the table at $2.6 billion, from what I understand. And this is something you're going to hear about in the national media soon. And I'm very, very grateful to my sources that I have this. And, and I, if I sound like a crazy person, just you fucking wait. $2.6 billion is... is $200 million more than what the Carolina Panthers sold for. The Broncos are worth a lot more money than that. But that's the deal on the table right now. And it's with the founder of Dish Network. And uh, his name is Charlie Ergen. So they he's want, local. They he's want local out. Here. He's the local guy. They, they want out. And they they're want gonna, out. They're going to they're give the money out to the fucking kids and go, get the fuck out oh, of here. Oh, it, it gets worse. Because, the, because right now, there's one beneficiary. Of the entire trust. How is that possible? One. And she is responsible for distributing the money amongst the amongst her siblings. Uh. And so here's what you can count on. The Broncos are going to be sold, and chances are they're going to wait till after the season at this point. The Broncos are sold. Somebody else is going to take over. The money's going to go into one, one executor's fucking hands, and then you're going to be reading about the the battles between the Bolin kids for years this in Westwood. Well, hey, that's it's fine. Be as, long, as long as it's out of their hands, I don't give a shit. They can fight over and that's where, the And time. that's where Joe Ellis is at. It's like, that's their problem. It's not mine. I want out. 
I want out. The Bolin family is dead, guys. Dead and buried. The Bolin family is no longer going to be the owner of the Broncos. I'm fucking telling you right now. And I have this on good authority. I'm not making this shit up. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you this. You guys remember the late, late, late 90s. You're talking about, about from like 97 to 2000. It's doing um, a lot of drugs then, Jeff. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try. The, the, the Nuggets and Avalanche were put up for sale by uh, Ascent yep. Communications. And um, because Comsat, their parent company, wanted nothing to do with owning teams anymore. And that void of ownership, because they went through four different owners, that entire, that it was awful. They couldn't release any money. They couldn't do anything because yep. none of the owners could approve anything. They went through this hell for three or almost four years. The teams got the, the avalanche were kind of left independent and they were saved by uh, Air Force One. Um, the money from Air Force One basically financed. Oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff financed uh, Pepsi Center and you got Joe Sackick his contract. Yep. Um, but. What happened was that because of all that ownership hell and the, the void that was left there, it was just awful. And the there was a deal on the table with, I think it was Bill Laurie, who was Stan Kroenke's brother-in-law, to buy mm-hmm. the team. And he wouldn't commit to keep him in Denver. Neither would uh, Howard Stern, not Howard Stern, uh, uh, Donald Stern, the, the Denver billionaire who owned None of them would commit to keep the team in Denver. The only one who did was Stan Kroenke. And that's the one that sold. But they were a hair's breadth away from being moved to St. Louis. Crazy. And it's because of this ownership void. And the Nuggets were actually still, even though the Avalanche were like winning and being very successful. They were very successful around they, that time. They, all NHL teams lose money hand over fist, even though they're successful. And uh, at least at that time, it was a terrible con- – it was like 75% of the, the, the BRI that the, the, uh, the players got. That's before salary, uh, salary I, I, too. Ideally, though, right now, yeah. the, the Broncos are still in this held in this trust, and they basically have said, okay, Joe Ellis, you're going to try to oversee this. John Elway is going to run the team. There's there's at least a little bit of uh, continuity with that, but but they're, our, they're what, hamstrung in the sense that there's nobody who can put his foot down and say, fuck this, Vance Joseph is gone. They, they they don't have that guy. They don't have they don't have Pat Boland to go. They don't have Pat Boland. I don't like this this and guy. And Pat Boland never accepted it. I mean, the Broncos have the fewest repeats repeat losing seasons. They have not lost two seasons in a row where they had a losing record since 1974. They're tied with the Houston Rockets with that. The Houston Rockets and the Denver Broncos hold that record. Yep. And I'll tell you this, they uh this would not be. Let's say, would Pack would Paxton Lynch still? Would this whole bullshit with Paxton no. Lynch still be going on? No, oh. uh, not with know. a big, not with a big know. dick owner. No, uh, we need a big dick owner. Whether it's Phil Anschutz or it's Charlie Ergen, Anschutz owns. You know, he's already he's already in the sports biz. Yeah. He owns uh, the L.A. Kings and yeah, piece, the of Kings the and piece of the Lakers. He owns Staples Center. Yeah. He, he would be perfect too. So you got Charlie Ergen, you got Philip Anschutz. Somebody give these people a couple of billion dollars and get the Boland family are, the fuck out of the way. Are they gonna? Is Elway out of there? If some Elway's big gone, and I've heard another rumor, and this is just a rumor. This is not as solid a rumor as the others. Okay. Peyton Manning, general manager. Ooh. You know what? Goodbye, I, goodbye, Elway. Hello, Peyton. I would take that because I think Peyton Manning, even though I've heard, wouldn't you rather I, have I, him? Manning I've heard a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of things about him too, but I think Peyton Manning is smart, and I think he's a probably a fairly decent guy, and uh, I would prefer him over John Elway at this point. Oh my God! And I will tell. I can't I'll, believe this is where we are. Yeah, that's where I, we are. That's where we are. I will say this for your listeners. 
my personal interaction with John Elway influenced my, my view of him as a human being, but I still love him as a player. It's exactly. And, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Look. And yeah, right I still love him as a player. So it's, it's easy for me to separate that. I don't know if it's as easy for most of the way he's been covered in Denver no. by the media. People are kind of like got this view of him. If he that, if he knocked you down, bloodied you, and then and then walked across your corpse, and you still think you like him as a player, that's that's impressive. But that's, will you vote for him for governor? No, fuck no. Are you kidding me? And, and, and no. right now, the rape culture surrounding the Broncos is really disturbing to me. The more I learn about how the sausage is made and laid, the less I, the less passionate I feel about the upcoming fucking NFL season. And and I. I, you see, you see, Vance Joseph. He should have never been hired. He should have been gone. There's no way that man should be representing our city, our fine city, or a fine team. And you've got you got the Adam Gotza scandal. You've got the AJ Johnson scandal, and there's more. And it's just it it's fucking sickening to me. We know now as a culture how to how to better treat women. And the Broncos don't seem to get it. I, I and I've seen you fighting with people about this, and I and I agree with you. And it's very troubling that they that they bring all these people. This on. AJ Johnson kid, yeah, he. I've heard the woman's testimony from court. I heard his accuser's testimony. She's not been identified, but I heard her voice, and she said that he bent her over a chair and covered her mouth with his hand, with his hand. Now they had had consensual sex twice. Which is why he wasn't found fucking guilty, because she had agreed to have sex with him. But then he bent her over a chair, he put his hand over her mouth, and he invited his teammate in to have some too. Because it ain't no fun unless the homie's gonna have none. <laughs> that's the kind of motherfuckers we have here. Now, I, that's awful. That's fucking terrible. Yeah. Now, the point that a lot of people were making to you is that hey, this he guy, was found not this guilty. Guy the negative. Now. I understand that. Of course that. he but, was found but, not guilty. But here's the problem. No with, charges were here's filed. Here's the problem with the people that were telling you that. They will immediately erase from their memory that he did anything bad because, oh, he didn't do anything. He didn't do He didn't find, wasn't found guilty. Dude. Now, he he did a bad thing, and he's a bad the guy. guy. One of and the that's, guys. And, that's, and that's, what, that's the problem with these guys who you were talking to is they will never just go, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. They're just like, not guilty. He's one of my Broncos. I love no, him. This one guy from Mile High Report told me both of those guys, Gotsis and John and, and AJ Johnson, were falsely accused. Nah, so when you say falsely accused, you are pointing a finger at those women and saying you're liars. Nah. And I and I called him out for that. I was like, so you're telling me that this woman who testified for hours in court and cried her fucking eyes out, the audio is on YouTube, motherfucker. You're going to tell me she falsely accused this guy? She lied? He was found not guilty because they had consensual sex. That does not mean he's not a rapist, and it does not mean I, she's I, not a liar. And I get the whole, like, hey, look, this he got let go. He's, he's clear. That's why the team you know got him. But if you don't add to it, but I feel real fucking dirty rooting for this guy. If you don't add that to it, then you're a piece of shit, too. Because you cannot just look the other way at it. I don't know about the Gotsis thing. I haven't looked into it. I don't know. That anything. seems a little more Kobe-like. And, and you know what? And you know what? A lot of, hey, it happens. There's, there's People get falsely accused all the time. I get it. But if you're presented with a lot of facts and there was... There was some fucking issues. Like, what was the guy who, like, when Demarius Thomas was involved in that? Oh, and he like, God. And he, like... Um, Oh, God. He went to the Niners. He was a yeah, defensive yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, He was a fucking piece of shit. Uh, and it's like, if you don't 
If you don't recognize that this particular person is a piece of shit because you just want your team to be, oh, I want my team to be harmonious, then you suck and you're a bad person because you have to at least acknowledge that. If you do, It's fine. We're talking about John Elway. We love John Elway as a player, and that's great. You can yeah. separate the person from the sport. I get that. If A.J. Johnson is going to fucking make some tackles and, and perform – I'll, I'll be fine with it, but I know he's a piece of shit, and right. I know he's a bad person. It makes it harder for me to, it, to root it, for absolutely. these guys and to root for this team. Yeah, and I, and, but here's the thing. Com- with Vance Joseph and, and, and John Elway and adding these people in, the whole thing stinks. And if it, one thing, if you're like, hey, this guy has a troubled past, we're giving him a chance, and if it'd be okay if the, you're like, well, this, the person who hired him is a good guy, so I guess he's seeing something he, he likes – but they're all, they all got something going on, and they're all the issue. You're talking earlier about all the DUIs that happened, all these people into, into bad shit. There's something that stinks there, and I just, I just don't like it, and I don't think it's going to pan out anytime soon. And it's not going to be fixed until we get a new owner because an owner is the guy at the top who puts his foot down and says, this is our organizational culture, and the organizational culture surrounding the Broncos is fucked. And I guarantee you a new owner is going to take one look at Vance Joseph and go, I don't want this motherfucker a year from now having a fucking court case where these women are pressing charges or bringing up the fact that he was climbing into bed with them naked. I don't want that for my team, so we're going to cut him loose. And if there are any women out there who were victims or know a victim of Vance Joseph, and you're within this sphere hearing this podcast... Call me, talk to me, DM me, talk to me, email me. I cannot wait to run your story at SouthStandsDenver.com because I don't give a fuck what the Broncos think of me. Wow. And we didn't even cover the DMAC stuff and how he got, he got shadow banned when no one, no one will admit it, but um, he did. He got banned. Yeah. yeah. Also reported exclusively. At Absolutely. Listen, this is great. We're, we're going we're to leave it on a high fire. You, you going to work at The Athletic next week? I what? am. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I love, you guys are going to work at The Athletic. That's I'm not going to write anything. Yeah. I refuse to write, no. but I'm going to no, work they'll there. They'll pay you. No, yeah, you'll you'll take, pay you just gonna, to be there. I wouldn't read it anyway. Yeah, that's, no, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you. You'll take the Jeff Morton room and just do podcasts. Exactly. Do the Nate Crickman. Nate Crickman's doing that. Yeah, Nate Crickman's got Easy Street podcasting for The Athletic. That son of a bitch. He's loaded. He's loaded. That guy. Well, I am so excited about the draft, you guys. I can't wait till Sunday. Oh, yeah. We got we got L.A. Baby. We got Brooke Kale, a couple yeah. former. Um, I understand uh, Reno Reno Notaro, the great Reno Notaro, stopping by. Um, we're gonna have Craig Kennecut, so that's gonna be interesting. Oh, I, love I know that guy. I know you're you're excited to meet Craig, and uh, yeah, just get, it's gonna be a Twitter a tweet up. Of ma- of magnificent proportions. It's going to be great. It's going to be at the Pioneer this Sunday at one p.m. So if you just want to c- stop by, want to come watch. by, have some have some beers. I may, I may do that. Actually, could Jeff, please come by. Yeah. Come by and say hi. I'm going to get yeah. 28, 28 teams. We're drafting twelve. Wow. We are twenty six. Twenty six teams. When yeah. I when I get my trophy for winning the league last year, <laughs> one of many. I got a couple other trophies coming too. They're not yeah. quite as grand as this. It's got a picture of Chrissy Beck's face on it. Oh, okay. She can't stand it. I told her. I said. Said you can take that picture off when you win the league. She bailed out, so she'll never win the league. And she she's sucks. not here this year. Uh, she hasn't been for a couple of years. Oh man! I'm gonna I'm gonna take some great pictures of me licking her face and send it to her. She's gonna <laughs> love it, and she's gonna know that I'm gonna have that trophy for at least a year, where I can make sweet love to it anytime I want. <laughs> that kid's not breastfeeding anymore. She's got no excuse. Hell no. Yep. So um, it's gonna be a good time. So if you're around, stop by. Jeff Morton. Thank you.
it's been a it's, pleasure. It, I, I always enjoy coming on, it's, guys. It's I, always it's always great having you. Um, I, I I hope we let you you know tell your tale sufficiently. Yeah, um, I, I'm sorry it wasn't as action packed as you remember. Well, let's it. let's let's try to let's try to remember it how I remember it. <laughs> I will, now. I will, I will, it's a little bit better. <laughs> I will embellish it next time. I thought he said like "fuck you" to your grandfather. I thought he cut him. Like I, th- I thought he cut him with a with a Coors bottle. He like yeah. knocked him down. He bloodied his head, and then your grandfather went, "Hey man, you knocked my kid down," and he was like, "Fuck off." I remember my grandfather yeah. saying. You knocked my uh, grandson down, and, and uh, he didn't respond. I do remember John Elway sitting down in a huff and saying, let's get this fucking over. That, that's probably how I confused <laughs> it, or maybe something <laughs> See, this would all come yeah. forward during the deposition. Yeah, Kaepernick. Tell everyone now, you're not writing, but tell everyone where they can find you. I'm at jmorton78 on Twitter, and uh, you can find me at CSG Podcast. CSG podcast. They do a great sports show. They're going to cover a lot of nuggets. I don't know about great. Oh, okay. <laughs> they do Wait, a sports did, didn't show. you have a name for that? I don't know about uh, the shit show of, of an amateur, amateur hour. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you guys have listened recently, and I have, I just got to say, um, it's only Jeff now. And that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nate Timmons went off to become a monk, a tattooed monk who works out <laughs> yeah. all the time in the in the Himalayas. I think, right? Is that correct? Yeah, Ross uh, Ross started a family, and Nate uh, is now a working man. Well, <laughs> hey, family, working man, we all yeah. got that. So what the fuck? Yeah. I hate to say I'm the only, you know I'm the only single gay in uh, sports media, so I got to keep the flame going. I think you got to you got to flame it up. I buddy. do. I do. Yeah, flame it up. <laughs> Hey, Jeff, always a pleasure. Thanks, uh, man. Anytime, come on back. We, we love having you. So um, this has been good. Gay it up for Jeff. Gay, gay it up, up for Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> yep. No, gay it up for Morton. Wasn't that what it was? Gay it, gay it up for Morton. Up for I got to remember, remember that to put it on there. So, <laughs> hey, everybody, it's been South Stands Denver Fancast. South Stands Live. Thanks for tuning in on YouTube. This has been great. Until next time, adios.
Hit it. Live from the Sportique Studios, where we're really fired up about the uncut. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck this. All right. Start over. God damn it. Why? Because I stumbled through it. No. No, I refuse. Start it over. I'm a diva. I want, the, I want this right. This is a really good opening line. I don't want to fuck it up. God damn it.